Hello, nosy neighbors. This is Mary. And this is Kylie. And you are listening to Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. Hello, neighbors. Hey! What's up? (laughs) Welcome to the neighborhood. Yes. Hey, any new neighbors. Welcome to the neighborhood. Hope unpacking went well. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Glad you could relax here after your move. (laughs) And thanks to any new, uh, not new, uh, what's the opposite of new? Old? Old. Oh, geez. Yes. (laughs) I was like, there's a slang word for this that I'm not thinking of. Originals. What does OG stand for? So. Original? I think so. So OG, (laughs) I think originally was for original gangster is how it came. But now it's also uh, just short for original. Ours are O-N, original neighbors. O-N, original neighbor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On. On. Welcome ons. You guys are on it. (laughs) You are on it. Yes. So thanks to any existing neighbors who have maybe invited new neighbors to the hood, who have Mm -hmm. told people about us. We've been having some new listens. So we see you. We appreciate you. And thank you. Totally share us and review us and rate us. Yes. Spread the word. We want to grow this neighborhood to a little city. We want a city. This is going to be a sipping city. (laughs) With lots of friendly neighbors. Yes. I want a downtown where I... I can walk and in my little downtown there's a little coffee shop and then a bookshop that has like <laughs> and then one that has mystical stuff holy cow kylie your imagination yeah well i wonder where i get it <laughs> i speaking of shopping mm-hmm. went for leftover halloween candy and i bought a bag of mini gummy bears oh those are so good oh yeah but i put them in my center console and it got hot last week oh yeah and now you've got gummy bags yeah Yes, they are. They're in the shape of the bag and they're all blended together. It's like one giant gummy. That's interesting. Uh, The melt and reheat, I mean, melt and re-solidify of candy. Mm -hmm. It always... Makes you wonder, what's in here? And it also like (laughs) changes it for me because it happens with chocolate too sometimes. And there's something about opening it and seeing it being reformed to your like... Mm -hmm. I know it's not about the look. It's about a taste. It's all about the taste. You just close your eyes. Butterfinger's gonna be a butterfinger, but... The gummy bears was like a little um, harder to chew. Oh, it became more of like a fruit leather than a... (laughs) (laughs) It was like a fruit chew. Who made this jerky? Mm -hmm. Yeah, jerky. Yeah. I can't believe that there has been Christmas stuff out since before Halloween. I didn't want to talk about it because it's been making me angry. Well, it made me angry. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I went shopping the week before Halloween. Uh-huh. So around the 25th. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Frosty the Snowman was playing up on the radio. Uh-huh. I stopped dead in my tracks. I went, it's too early for this. And like an older lady saw me. She goes, what? I said, it's way too early for this. She said, what? I pointed to the ceiling. She goes, I didn't even notice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, I went for like last minute things right before Halloween Mm -hmm. just to see. And my aisles that were all Halloween were being invaded by Christmas. Yes. Poor Thanksgiving. They just skipped over Thanksgiving. Yeah, but what really do you decorate with Thanksgiving? A pumpkin and a gourd? I know. Really? 
digest. It's just food. Yeah. I'm just going to start putting like little pies everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hang pie. A makeshift green bean casserole <laughs> will be my decor. Some pilgrims. I know. I know. But then even there, like the story behind it is a little like, so yeah, a little sketchy. <laughs> Maybe we should skip over. It's a day of family and fun and food. The three F's. I do like that it is just a day where there's no responsibility. Well, mm -hmm. I'm saying that is not the cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where you just show up and eat? You're just saying it as just an eater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Off the rails there. All right. Let's get started. I looked into the top 10 favorite cocktails of New Jersey. Oh, Jersey girl. What are they? Well, I chose the orange creamsicle cocktail. Oh, you would. That's funny. I love it. I love it. Yeah. The ingredients are one and a half ounces of vanilla vodka, one half ounce triple sec, one ounce orange juice, and a heaping scoop of vanilla ice cream. Ooh. And then I chose to blend them all in a blender together. Oh. And then I add whipped cream on top and a orange slice to garnish. You added whipped cream to already the milkshake, essentially. <laughs> oh, this is 100% fat-free. <laughs> <laughs> In if, if you believe it is. But it actually tasted very good. Yeah. I should say it. It actually tastes very good. It tastes like literally, it sounds like literally the dessert. Yes. I wish I found this in the summer because November is a little bit chilly to have a ice cream beverage. Uh, right. Maybe our next one will be a hot one. But in front of the fire, it it's uh, delightful. Oh my gosh. And like the whipped cream vodka gives you a little warmth from within. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So are we going to Jersey, Mom? Well, sort of. We'll get there. Ooh. We'll get to Jersey. <laughs> Everything's legal in New Jersey. <laughs> now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Daniel Burroughs was born on November 6, 1964 in Shelton, Texas. Oh, he would have been just born, but like years ago. Oh, yeah. Like two years ago, he would have celebrated a birthday. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like two days ago, he would have celebrated a birthday. Yeah. At a young age, Daniel moved to Delaware County, Pennsylvania, with his mother and sister. Okay. When he was young, he met a cute and sweet co-ed while in high school named Loretta Tukish. Loretta was born in 1951, so she was about uh, three and a half years younger, and she grew up in Philadelphia in uh, Pennsylvania. So what does co-ed mean? Because I always thought that it referred to like a college girl. It's the opposite sex, I thought. Ah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, because you only hear it when it's like the co-ed killer or whatever. So when you said co-ed, I was like, oh, he's dating a college girl. But oh. then you said she was younger. So I was like, oh. oh well, I hope I'm Not saying college. it correctly. I always thought it meant a peer of the opposite sex. I mean, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. The pair became sweethearts dating on and off again while Daniel was a senior and Loretta was a freshman in high school. Oh. The two went their separate ways after Daniel. Daniel's graduation. Okay. I could Which makes sense because she had three more years. Totally. Yeah. He's not gonna come back when he's off in the real world. Mm-hmm. Sometime after 1965, Daniel married the other girl that he dated while in high school. Oh, so him and Loretta were on and again, off again. When it was on again, it was Loretta. When it was off again, it was this other girl. No way. Oh, 
okay. So she was probably more his age. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And the pair had two children, a son and a daughter. Mm-hmm. Loretta married a man named Joseph Doyle, and they had a daughter. Okay. So it's like he went his way, she went her way. They both established, well, they both got married, they established families. Yeah. But Daniel would eventually get a divorce, and then he moved 45 minutes out of Philly mm-hmm. in the rural town of Mays Landing, New Jersey. And he became a truck driver. Oh, interesting. So she must have had the children. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. They really didn't get into where the child went or the children went. Yeah, I feel like they do that oftentimes just to protect any kids. Mm Mm-hmm. In 1994, 42-year-old Loretta called 911, claiming that she found her husband unconscious. Oh. Joseph Doyle was pronounced dead at the hospital, and the cause of death was a drug overdose because of all the drugs they found in his system. Oh, wow. In 1996, an old classmate informed Daniel that Loretta's husband had passed away. Uh Uh-huh. So he took this opportunity to reconnect with his old flame by calling her with his condolences oh my gosh there's a seinfeld episode where a couple breaks up Uh and they concoct both jerry and elaine have crushes on the couple that (laughs) is getting divorced okay so their plan is to call and say i'm there for you so that the person is like oh and takes them up on it Uh and they just slide in that way so this is like a note from that slide into their dms yeah <laughs> this is a note from that book where he's like oh i'm here for you mm-hmm. and <laughs> they were like that's genius because you're just there for them but then you're there for them yes that's what he did it worked Yep. they chatted on the phone and sparks ignited immediately The two moved in together in his Maze Landing home, Mm -hmm. and they got married in 1999. Uh Uh-huh. And when they got married, they just kind of went to the courthouse. They didn't tell anyone that they were getting married, not even their kids or anybody. Oh, wow. They just did it. Yeah, it was just, I wonder if it was spur of the moment or what? Well, they didn't want all the hoopla, probably because they were both older. Yeah, they're older. It's their second marriage, Mm -hmm. and it's not, it's a reigniting of a past relationship. So it's not like Mm -hmm. the beginning. And they would live happily ever after. Just kidding. (laughs) This is Sipping with Snap to True Crime podcast. And we know that that did not happen. Yes. I was like, (laughs) wait, where's where's the murder? They did both get together when they were single. So at the beginning, I was like, oh, I murdered a partner to get together. On September 1st, 2007, Daniel Burroughs, then age 60, was reported missing. So this is about seven or eight years after they got married. Uh-huh. He just up and vanished without a trace. This is Oh, this is her second husband. That makes me <laughs> a little nervous. A little side eye the first. <laughs> Remember that. 56-year-old Loretta told friends and family that her husband had just, quote, run off with another woman and went to Florida, unquote. What? She said she saw him get into a yellow Hummer with Florida plates. Oh. <laughs> and a younger woman. Remember Hummers. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when... I don't think they make them anymore. I don't think so either. We we knew somebody though. We knew a neighbor. That had a Hummer. I think it was a junior Hummer. <laughs> 
Things seem suspicious because Daniel's belongings were all left behind and nothing was said to his children or his brother. Like, hey, I'm moving to Florida. Well, he doesn't need winter clothes in Florida. So maybe he was like, let's leave all those pants and coats up here. <laughs> all I need. Mean. Yes. Yeah, he was a very like a handyman. Uh-huh. So he worked on engines. He was... Oh, wow. So there were. And he had a boat. Yeah. He would need a boat in Florida. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that would be the first thing you pack that you would definitely bring <laughs> yeah exactly like i hope this fits in my bag <laughs> <laughs> and he made small like small airplanes that he would fly he would get the kit and put it all together oh like a mo- the model airplane mm-hmm. that you could actually work yeah so mm-hmm. he would definitely bring those down there yes. yeah kind of like uh jay in, in modern, modern family. family yes when he hits phil mm-hmm. hold the ring above your head uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. (laughs) Labor Day weekend, 2007, Daniel's family, not his wife, filed a missing persons report. Wow. Red flag. Yup. I just, the number of times people go for the, they ran away with someone else Mm -hmm. narrative is just appalling. Agreed. 18 months later, Loretta went on vacation with her grandchildren. Uh Uh-huh. And when she got back, she decided she was going to file for divorce and sell all of Daniel's possessions and also sell the house. What? Daniel's house. So he's been missing for almost two years. Mm -hmm. Like a year and a half. Yeah. And then she decides to file for divorce from the missing man Mm -hmm. and sell all of his things. He left me, so I'm going to sell all of his possessions. I've waited enough time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Huh. Loretta stayed in the state and she relocated to Ventnor. V-E-N-T-N-O-R. Ventnor. It's a town in New Jersey, somewhere in New Jersey. Okay. In early 2013, the Atlantic County Prosecutor's Office established a cold case unit. So Daniel's family approached them and asked for help. Like, we can't find this guy. Can you help us? Yeah. The unit decided to reopen the case. Oh, what? So it was closed or it just was never looked into? Oh, wait. It was never looked into. So the unit decided to look into the case. Okay. Police found some prior convictions for Loretta Burroughs. Uh-huh. One was in Pennsylvania for embezzlement. Oh. And then there was one for theft in New Jersey. Oh. They also found Loretta's first husband's mysterious death was sketchy. So they open the file and are like, huh, mm-hmm. this is all this is that suspicious. <laughs> There's a couple of things here that just don't fit. In May 2013, Loretta was planning to relocate again to a residence in Lower Township, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Detectives discovered Loretta forged Daniel's signature on the deed of sale. This qualified a motive for a search warrant. Nice. They will get you. If they can't get you directly for their suspicious murder, mm-hmm. they'll get you for something like that, like taxes, deeds, documents. Yes. They'll find something. We need to get a search warrant. How can we get one? Uh-huh. What else? You forged his name. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. 
on May 17th, 2013. So he was missing in 2007. I know. That's the other part that's always funny to me is that this woman sounds crazy, but then she's like a little 60-year-old woman at this point in time. Yeah. So here they are being like, ah, oh, this woman, mm-hmm. this murderer. And then you look and she's just 60-something. Yeah. Granny. Yeah. yeah. Out yeah. there. So on May 17th, 2013, police executed the the search warrant Mm -hmm. while searching they discovered two plastic sealed storage bins in a guest room closet covered by a blanket no inside those bins were daniel's remains inside several plastic bags what so the remains were inside plastic bags and two like huge plastic bins like what you would put your christmas decorations in yeah one of those big green bins with a red handle Mm -hmm. you open it up and it's just bag in bag in bag in bag and then you open it up where remains yeah like a bad christmas prank yeah you know those ones where they wrap it and then wrap it and then wrap it and then it's a, something teeny tiny like earrings yeah and the, yeah this was a shriveled corpse yes oh my god loretta was arrested that same day in the guest room can you imagine if you stayed at her house like the- <laughs> Yeah, and they actually had people that did, like, stayed several times. Oh. And her one thing was, just don't go in the closet. Because it's... Just don't go in the closet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, you can hang anything up. Just don't move anything. Mm-hmm. Wait, so was the other... No, the other dude was... Didn't have to be hidden. Sorry. The drug overdose guy? Her first husband. Yeah, yeah she didn't have to hide him because that was his own doing, quote unquote. On April 8th, 2014. So the next... So almost a year later, mm-hmm. she was indicted for murder and hindering apprehension charges. I don't exactly know what hindering apprehension charges are. Yeah, I'm guessing just avoiding arrest. That must be it. They could use better verbiage than that. And what's interesting and unfortunate is I feel that many of our states have the same laws just worded differently mm-hmm. you know yeah so in in there it might be hindering apprehension whereas other ones it could be tampering with evidence i was gonna say maybe it's desecration of a corpse yeah like withholding evidence and mm-hmm. whatever and yeah but they just word it differently detectives discovered loretta brutally stabbed daniel to death oh. and then immediately took a serrated knife god. and dismembered his body in the bathtub oh my god he was in those bins for six years yeah like since he went missing and the bins also contained dryer sheets and liquid air freshener beads to help control the smell and decomposition that was my follow-up question (laughs) was how did nobody smell him (gasps) oh wow i mean you kill a mouse and it reeks and here she is just putting dryer sheets in there yeah like maybe this will help Mm -hmm. this is like a million mice in one spot have you ever like you leave clothes in the wash too long they get that musty smell and you're like i'll just throw it in the dryer with the dryer sheet Mm -hmm. and it does nothing it does nothing and it smells still like must Mm -hmm. so how (laughs) did she think i don't know wow but somehow it works
worked. Mm-hmm. That's the part that blows my mind yeah. is that if they didn't go in there and look, it was still working. People were staying in there and yeah. If she didn't forge his name, would they have gotten? Yeah, they couldn't technically have gotten anything. And and if his if his family didn't call police to investigate, that's it. He just would have been a missing man. When she moved the first time, who helped her with the bins? Yeah, because she did the murder in the house they shared together, mm-hmm. and she's moved twice. Well, she moved once, yeah. and then she was fixing to move again. And as you new neighbors know, moving is <laughs> a pain in the ass. That's a process. Oh. And a body's heavy. Exactly. Detectives questioned Loretta about what they had found, and during the questioning... That's just my Halloween decoration bin, that's all. Yeah. And during the questioning, it was said that there was a fight between Daniel and Loretta and she had become upset because he wanted to move to Florida and she was against it. Then just break up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> His kids were in Florida and her kid was in New Jersey. So she wanted to stay in New Jersey. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, was in like the, the Philadelphia, New Jersey area and she wanted to stay with grandkids. And I mean, so that makes sense. It's a perfectly legitimate argument it's not like i'm leaving you for someone it's like i want to be closer to my children yep wow Mm -hmm. loretta pleaded not guilty so the case went to trial Mm. a neighbor testified that they saw daniel mowing the lawn on august 2nd 2007 Uh daniel's brother testified that on august 10th he called to find out how Daniel was doing because he had surgery on his arm. Uh-huh. But Loretta answered the phone and said, quote, he left me, unquote. Oh, so the timeline was the second. The last time he was seen, it was August 2nd. And then when the brother called on August 7th, he didn't answer. So they think this happened sometime between then. The first week in August. Mm-hmm. Another friend of Daniel's testified that he became suspicious when Loretta was trying to sell Daniel's belongings one week after he was reported missing. Wow. So 18 months wasn't the first time that she was trying to sell his things. Mm-hmm. When she was asked what her husband would think when all of his stuff was gone, mm-hmm. she stated, quote, don't worry about it. He's not coming back. Unquote. Wow. So photos of the dismembered body parts positioned on a white sheet were shown to jurors via projection screen in the courtroom. Oh. They were all laid out and then shown to the jury. Oh. I never understand when that's necessary. Like, can't you just think in your mind? Yeah. Like... Okay, what a body would look like like that. So basically it was just bones on a sheet and they were all yellow and Yeah. And the jury stated that they were horrified by the photos. Yeah. 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 Did they see the all of the air fresheners too? They did. <laughs> they did. Yeah. Cause I mean that's a big part of you can't claim innocence and be like, Well then who put these sheets in here, mm-hmm. Loretta? If we dusted these for prints, whose would we find? Uh who's got the reoccurring Amazon package? of air fresheners and beads (laughs) (laughs) two years to the day of loretta's arrest Mm -hmm. on may 17th 2015 after a four-day trial she was found guilty and convicted yes four days yeah four days four days 
On April 22, 2015, Loretta Doyle Burroughs was sentenced to 55 years in New Jersey State Prison for the murder of Daniel Mm -hmm. and a concurrent term of three years on that hindering apprehension conviction. Okay. Yeah. She must serve 85% of her sentence, which is 46 years, nine months. So that's a life. Before she's eligible for parole. Nice. So at that time, she'll be 110 years old. (laughs) Good luck. And she'll look just like her husband. (laughs) Just yellow bones. Just not spread out on a white cheek. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's the story of Daniel Burrow. Did they ever reopen her first husband's death? They did not. So the family of Joseph, the first husband, Mm -hmm. didn't, they, they thought it was suspicious that it was a drug overdose because they didn't know him to do drugs yeah that's what i was wondering but they just said oh well that's odd but maybe he did stuff behind doors that we didn't know about yeah like we maybe we didn't know his struggles Mm -hmm. man but you would think like then seeing his wife get convicted for killing her her second husband yeah you'd be like can you look into mine too? Well, even the police thought it was suspicious. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if it's ruled how it's ruled without the family's insistence, I don't think that they would reopen it because exactly. technically the killer is in jail. So exactly. Resources. Yeah. And, you know, the the powers after us know the truth. Oh, yeah. And it'll all be put into place. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> She'll either take the elevator up or down. <laughs> <laughs> We can infer where we think she's going. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Well, that's interesting, Loretta. Yeah, Loretta. Man, little 60-year-old Loretta killing men. <laughs> yep. Granted, she did it when she was younger, but I, it's just funny to me. Mm-hmm. The oxymoron. Yeah, she, when she was in her 40s, she did it the first time. Yep. And I always think, too, in those situations, if she was more apt to murder her second husband because she was successful with the first i wonder that same thing yeah you know Uh like if the first one never had happened would um was it joseph or daniel what's his name the second one daniel was the second one daniel Daniel. you wonder if daniel would have been safe like if they would have gotten an argument it would have just been an argument Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have that like oh i've got murder in my back pocket or if daniel didn't even call for condolences oh yeah right (laughs) he he should have lost her number oh i'll be there (laughs) for you don't Don't do do it it, daniel well anytime your the first husband or first wife dies yes that's red flag right there Uh uh-huh and it's not something like cancer or yeah or car accident yeah Mm -hmm. then yeah mm -hmm. an overdose i'd be a little yeah i would be a little like um maybe not that poor friend that was like hey daniel you should call up loretta her husband died (laughs) he's probably like sorry bro yeah Uh, (laughs) i I was looking out for you i didn't know she was crazy it thinks a lot she wasn't crazy in high school (laughs) thanks a lot about it yes they said that she was really sweet. Yep. And she was like a sweet grandma too, but mm-mm. But not really. She had that in her. <laughs> yep. She had murder. Well, thanks for telling me that. My pleasure. Make sure that you neighbors listen to your mothers. And make good choices. Stay nosy neighbors. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> 
Thank you for joining us. I'm Mary. I'm Kylie. And you've been listening to Sipping with Snacked, a true crime podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram at Sipping with Snapped. Twitter at Sipping Snapped. Facebook, Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. Join our Patreon, Sipping with Snapped. And if you forget all that, go to our website, www.sippingwithsnapped.com. We've got links to everything. Cheers. Cheers! Logan, say I love you.